Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So there's this idea in uh, the Catholic Church, maybe even amongst Christian denominations, that God looks down on people who are leaders and have high positions or titles, who have power and authority. That somehow we think like God looks down upon those people, that God does not want us to be leaders, that God does not want us to have power. He doesn't want us to think of earthly power and riches and, and titles and authority. I would say quite the different. I would say something probably opposite, because God told Abraham in the Old Testament, he says to him, Abraham, I want you to increase. He says, I want you to multiply and take authority over your land that I have given you. And so God doesn't look down upon people who are in leadership, who have worldly power and authority. I think God wants to give even more people, especially in this church, amongst faithful Catholics, I think that he wants to give them even more authority, places of power and position and titles and and, and this leadership. I think he wants to do more of that, not less of that. And I think that he wants to do more of that because God wants to prove to this world that Jesus Christ is still alive based on how we lead in the world. Right? That the type of leader that I am, this position, this title, this, this, this worldly success, that God is the source of it and because of how I lead is because of who my God is. So God wants more of this. Right? God wants, us, wants to use us as leaders in the medical field, in the, in the legal field, in the business field. God wants to raise up our parishioners as leaders in the classroom, in the education system. We have Chaldeans who teach in schools and to be real true leaders and to be principals and superintendents and just to continue to get higher and higher and higher. Right? That God wants to use us as leaders in politics. We only have crummy leaders in politics because he wants to raise up new leaders in politics, new politicians, local and on a more, uh, on on, on a bigger uh, grand scheme of things. God wants to raise up leaders in the church. God wants to raise up leaders in our homes. God wants to use our own children. Although young, we think leadership has something that only adults will do. But God even wants to use our little brothers and sisters, our own children, our nieces and nephews to be leaders in their classrooms, in school organizations, on the playground, in the sports field. So again, it's not a bad thing to be a leader. It's not a bad thing to have a higher position, power and authority. God wants more and wants to continuously and generously give more of that to our community, to the faithful. Again, why? It's to show that How we lead is a sign that God is still alive today. Why we have positions and power and authorities because of who God is. So he wants to give more, not less. But being a leader in high positions with power and authority comes with a huge responsibility. A very big responsibility because the type of leader that we will be will either lead us to heaven or to hell. Right? It comes with this huge responsibility. There are two types of leaders in the world, and one type of leader is on their way to hell, while the other type of leader is on their way to heaven because of their position, status, title, and authority. Position, position, status, title, and authority is not, again, a recipe to going to hell. What I do with it can either send me to hell, or it can be a great way for me to get to heaven. And again, God wants to do more of that in our community. So the first type of leader, this type of leader is on their way to hell. This type of leader, whether it's at home, again, 
Um, it could be a, a, a parent as this type of leader, a boss in the workplace in corporate America, could be a team captain of the sports team, could be the student council president. And this type of leader is called the narcissistic leader. The narcissistic leader. This type of leader, again, is on their way to hell because this type of leader in high position with power and authority led in a way which is absent of God. Right? This narcissistic leader is leading in a way that has nothing to do with God. Does not show God is alive, Jesus is my Lord, not because of how he preaches and words, because that's empty. But how he leads his people, how he leads in the family, how she leads in the classroom. You may be thinking, well, Father, that's kind of harsh. Well, it's not harsh, because if we think about what hell is, what makes hell so uh, what makes hell so, so painful is the absence of God. So if I'm leading now in the classroom, at home, at business, at work, absent of God, then I'm already feeling what hell is like. I'm already experiencing what hell is like here on earth. So it's not about being harsh. It's about let's change. <laughs> let's be better leaders so God can give us more power, strength, authority. So the narcissistic leader, right? Narcissism comes from a person whose name is Narcissus, right? Whether this is a true story or this is a, a Greek mythology, but Narcissus was a hunter from Greece and he was known for his beauty, right? He was known for his beauty. And one day Narcissus was actually just walking, you know, in, this, uh, in, this, uh, in, the, in the woods and he saw some water and he was known for his beauty and he looked in the water and he saw his shadow and he fell so in love with his shadow that he went into a daydream and he drowned in the water. Like, what a khmara. <laughs> like, Ethwal, that's you, bro. Like, that's you. But he fell in love with himself that he drowned and died. That's so the word narcissism, the narcissist leader, the narcissistic person, comes from this person, narcissist. This love for self that's exaggerated. Like, I'm God's gift to the world. So this narcissistic leader, right? So what does this narcissistic leader look like at work, at home, in school, whatever it may be? A narcissistic leader never needs to apologize and expects others to be the ones to change and that others must tolerate them the way they are no matter what because a narcissist is never wrong. Is that me in my, in my house? Is that me as a priest? A narcissistic leader thinks they are that there are only a few people in the world equal to them, but they have, yet meet, they have yet to meet these few people that are just like them. The narcissistic leader will remind others often that they are the smartest person in the room and how well they did in school, in business, as parents, in the classroom, constantly just talking about themselves. A narcissistic leader thinks that without their leadership, everything would fail. I'm doing you a favor by being your leader. If, I wasn't, if, if it were not for me, this company would not exist. This family would be broke. A narcissistic leader recognizes that there are rules and obligations in life, but those rules and obligations apply mostly to everyone else because the narcissist doesn't have the time or doesn't feel that they need to follow those rules or obligations. Yes, yes, there's rules and obligations in this house, uh, in the classroom, at work, but it doesn't apply when it comes to me. I tell the rules, but I don't follow the rules. I preach, but I don't practice because I'm beyond those rules. 
A narcissistic leader will criticize others and expect others to accept the criticism. But if you correct the narcissist, they will be filled with rage. They won't forgive you and they will completely ignore you. Again, I can criticize, 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 but don't you dare criticize me. There's nothing to criticize here. I'm God's gift to the world. So this is a type of leadership skill and that's a way to hell. And finally, a narcissistic leader is manipulative, but a narcissist doesn't think they're, they're manipulative. They just think that they like things done a certain way, no matter how inconvenient it is to others or how it makes them feel because they think that feelings are for weak people. So brothers and sisters, I go through these qualities of narcissistic leadership because this is a pathway to hell. And if God has given us titles, has called us to fatherhood, has called us to positions of authority, and we are narcissistic, what's the point if we're on our way to hell? Jesus warned against this type of leader in today's gospel. Jesus summons the people in today's gospel, and he says to the, to the, to the twelve who want power and leadership, and he calls them over to them because he sees what they want, and he says to them, you know that the rulers of Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority felt over them felt. He's basically saying, don't be like the Gentiles. These Gentile, Gentiles who are leaders, they're making their presence, they're lording it over people. Their authority, they're using it to beat people down. That's a narcissistic leader in 2023 today. I take my authority, my status, and I just bring people down. Again, these Gentiles were not, they were not Jews, but they just misused their power. So that's the one type of leader. And the second type of leader, which we'll end with, is the second type of leader is the servant leader. This type of leader, the servant leader, is on their way to heaven because this type of leader, in high position, with power and authority, led in a way that made Jesus present through the way that they led others. That people see Jesus Christ through the way you lead because you're a servant leader. Although you're high, although you have money, although you have status, although you have authority and position, people don't see that because that doesn't make you. People see Jesus because of you and how you lead at home, in the workplace, among siblings. And we could say, well, a servant leader is not, let me clarify, a servant leader is not somebody who just says yes, 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 yes to everything. Because again, if I'm just saying yes because I want you to like me, then that takes me back to a narcissistic leader. My intentions are not pure. Because we think as a servant, as a Christian, I have to do everything for everyone. No. What are my intentions? What are my motives of why I'm doing it? This person, the servant leader, is going to heaven because Jesus said so in today's gospel. Jesus says in today's gospel, Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Just so the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. If I proclaim Jesus as Lord and Savior on Sundays, but Monday through Saturday, I'm not serving others at home, at work, in school. I'm a fraud. I'm a complete fraud. 
Jesus' idea of greatness is service. A great leader is a great servant, and until we can serve, we'll never be great leaders. You can have awards, we can have awards on our walls, and people can say, you're the best leader, look at what you have achieved, look at your authority, look at your status. And in heaven we'll get a complete failure, and Jesus will say, I never knew you. You never served. You did not make me known at home, in the workplace. You made yourself known at home and in the workplace because of your status that I gave you, the authority that I gave you. Depart from me, I never knew you. Jesus practiced what he preached. At the Last Supper, he showed them right before he died what servant leadership looks like. He washed their feet. He showed them, although he is the highest as God, he stooped low to their level and washed their feet. And we're called as brothers and sisters, as a priest, as businessmen and women, as fathers and and mothers, as parents, as husband and wives, to wash each other's feet. Not literally, but by service. Because if we want heaven and we're not serving... We're liars. Because that's what it looks like. And Jesus makes it very clear what servant leadership looks like. Not being a yes man or woman at everything so people will like me, so I can look good in front of others. No. But to be like Christ, who although had position, status, brought himself low and served others. And so unlike the narcissistic leader, the servant leader serves others at work and at home because they know by serving others, they're making Jesus known through their leadership. Being a servant leader is a great way to fulfill our fasting and our almsgiving during Lent. We're still in the Lenten season. Fasting from serving ourselves, like the narcissistic leader, and saying, okay, Lord, where can I serve others? I'm going to fast from serving myself, making myself known. I'm going to fast from this. Forget the food. Forget the food. It's not what goes in, it's what comes out. If the food's not making me change and serve others, eat all the meat and junk food you want. Because we've missed the point of Lent. So besides fasting, almsgiving. Almsgiving by serving others at home, school, or at work. So brothers and sisters, we will hear one of two things from Jesus on our final day. Welcome home. My wonderful servant, or get away from me. I never knew you because you did not look like me while you were on earth, a servant. Sit here for a minute and make a decision. Amen?